It is what we know already that often prevents us from learning. Claude Bernard. Welcome to the Simply Retirement Podcast with your host, Eric Blake. This show offers valuable insights and advice on retirement planning, specifically tailored for women. Join us as we explore various challenges that arise during retirement planning and discuss practical ways to overcome them. With years of experience in retirement planning as a financial professional, Eric brings a wealth of knowledge to the table. He is joined by guests who will also offer unique perspectives and insights. Together, they provide practical tips and strategies to help you delegate some of the heavy lifting and make the most of your retirement. Whether you are a widow, divorced, or simply ready to take control of your financial future, this podcast is designed to help you navigate the complexities of retirement planning and make the most of this exciting phase of life. We take a step-by-step approach to help you understand what's next and guide you through the retirement planning journey. So sit back, relax, and let us help you build your retirement on your terms with another episode of the Simply Retirement Podcast with Eric Blake. Welcome to the Simply Retirement Podcast with your host, Eric Blake. I'm Wendy McConnell. So, Eric, tell me about this quote today. Well, you know, it's often the case we are we can be held back from learning new things, or at least even maybe even being open to learning new things because of what we already know or even what we think we know. And I honestly have to admit that's been the case for me when it comes to the topic we're going to be talking about today. And that's the topic of reverse mortgages. Uh, But if it's okay with everybody, I've got just a quick announcement. So I just found out that I am going to be a grandfather. Oh, yay. Congratulations. (laughs) For the first time, of course. Uh, My daughter uh, let us know that she is, uh, she's going to have a little girl in January. And uh, I, I'm very excited. I'm not sure I'm quite ready. You don't feel like I'm quite old enough for this, you but don't uh, have we're, we're going to make it work. <laughs> you don't have to be ready. A little snow baby. That's right. Well, and her birthday is January 10th and the, the expected date, uh, again, expected in quotes, right. <laughs> is January 12th. So we'll see how that all works out. Oh, okay. Awesome. So yeah, uh, that is some great news. Very happy to hear. And um, you don't need to be ready. You just have to come in with the love. Just come in with the <laughs> I can, love. I can handle that. I can do okay. it. All right. Uh, as you heard, we do have a guest today. Eric, did you want to introduce our guest? Uh, yeah. So uh, sp- you think about the, over the last several years, we've seen these property values go up. Everybody's house is going up in value. Uh, and so this is a topic, at least in my opinion, that really needs a second look. If you think about the net worth of most retirees, their house is often either the first or second largest asset. And so, and if it's not their home, it may be their 401ks or IRAs, but many feel like the only way they can access the equity in their home is by selling it. And whether, you know, that's whether you have to downsize or maybe selling and then having to rent. Uh, And I'm actually going to steal a phrase from our guest today. And the way she phrases it is you've got money stuck in the walls. But if you need to access your money and you really would prefer to stay in your house, reverse mortgage is at least something you you need to learn about. And so that's what our guest today, our guest is Mary Rob. She's going to help us understand how these things work, when to think about them, when not to think about them. Uh, So Mary Rob, welcome to the Simply Retirement Podcast. Thank you so much for this opportunity to be with you, who also has a heart to serve people to have a better retirement life as well. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, how you got into this business, uh, what drives you on a a day-to-day basis to help people. Remind me how much time we have? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Going way back to the early 80s, I have an, a social work degree. 
So my degree is in social work and I uh, have always had a heart and a compassion to help people. Then I got into marketing and sales and recruiting and advertising and mortgage and and then God, God literally put me into mortgage and I had no interest, desire or experience to be in mortgage. And I was visiting with someone and all they kept saying was, God keeps telling me to hire you as a traditional or as we call them forward mortgage loan officers. I ended up working with her for a couple of years and by God's grace and a lot of hard work was very successful in a short amount of time. But then as God does, he put it in front of me that there are people that are not being helped because of credit repair. So I asked coworkers, who does the bank recommend for credit repair? And they pretty much all said the same thing. There's no one that I know that I trust in that industry. So God put it on my heart to quit my job that I was brand new in a career, but doing well at and open an honest, affordable credit repair business. Now, credit repair, kind of like reverse mortgage, unfortunately has uh, or can have a negative stigma because there are people out there that have done it um, wrong. They've done it illegally. They've taken advantage of people. It has a bad industry reputation and reverse mortgage, old school from decades ago, things that didn't go as well in reverse mortgage as they do now. Um, I basically did it for four years, won Better Business Bureau awards for um, customer service. So if you think about it, a credit repair company winning a customer service award from the Better (laughs) Business Bureau, uh, over eight counties in the Fort Worth, Texas area, and um, Chamber of Commerce Entrepreneur of the Year and Business Person of the Year back to back and BBB Women to Watch, etc. So as a credit repair business owner, the heart to help people and then loan officers and realtors helping them to help their clients get to a point where their credit was at a score that could buy a home. So that's a closed transaction for a realtor or for a loan, a mortgage loan. So that was a, a passion and a purpose for me. But when you are honest and affordable and legal and you give up a lot of your retirement, which Eric doesn't want to hear, but that I surrendered <laughs> a lot of my retirement to keep a business open to help hundreds of people um, and also employ a lot of people. There comes a point where you go, this was great and we served God's plan, but I got to get back into mortgage. But specifically, I knew I could do forward traditional mortgage again because I liked it and was successful. But that social work servant's heart in me and that I can overcome the credit repair stigma and champion that uh, that industry and be be well known and well respected. I can do the same thing for reverse mortgage. And to me, reverse mortgage is... um, the population of seniors, of which I am one, uh, but the population of seniors is underserved, overlooked, underappreciated. They're uneducated on the, the benefits of reverse mortgage. And so I thought the same thing. If I can do the, if I can champion and change the industry reputation and in my world and the people that trust me with their referrals for credit repair, I can do the same for reverse mortgage. And yesterday was my six-year anniversary. Nice. Congratulations. In in credit repair. And to that point, I do, credit repair, excuse me, my six-year anniversary in reverse mortgage. And um, to that point, I specialize in and only do reverse mortgages, reverse mortgage refinance and reverse for purchase. And in all honesty, without being negative, It's a very nuanced product. It's a very um, unique, wonderful product with a lot of differences and features, but it's one of those products you don't want to necessarily do with a mortgage loan officer that does one once every five or six months or once or twice a year. You really want to stay with someone or work with someone that is an expert in the industry, uh, that takes it seriously, and that is their focus. 
because it's it's that type of a product, kind of like yours, you know, the, the specialty of what you're in. And I um, live here in the Fort Worth area in Willow Park, uh, Parker County, and I am uh, licensed in all of Texas, and I'm licensed in a total of 15 states. So I have clients uh, in different states as well. So I have a passion and a purpose to serve the seniors, and I believe so strongly in reverse mortgage that when I teach classes, which I do a lot to realtors and uh, mortgage law officers, I had said for five years, this sounds crazy, but I've never wanted to age so fast in my life. That sounds crazy for a woman to say, but I am fill in the blank. I'm 57, I'm 58, I'm 59, whatever year I was at the time. And when I turned 62, the youngest age you can be to qualify for a reverse mortgage, my husband and I are getting a reverse mortgage. Let me make myself clear. We don't need a reverse mortgage. I work, I make a great living. We are blessed to be uh, provident, uh, have success, but I understand the financial aspects and the retirement strategies of a reverse mortgage, and I have one. So Mary, tell us about the benefits then of a reverse mortgage and how it differs from a traditional. Most important difference, Wendy, would be that it's uh, a mortgage specific in age uh, category 62 and older. So it's a special financing option for people 62 and older. But most importantly is you're accessing the equity in your home, or as, as Eric said, I say money in the walls. You're accessing the money in the walls and the difference between traditional and forward is in a traditional reverse, traditional and reverse, in a reverse mortgage, there's no required monthly principal and interest payment. In a forward mortgage, like a lot of people have for 30 years, when you buy a house, maybe a $200,000 or $300,000 home with your realtor and your loan officer, by the time you've done your 30-year mortgage, if you've never refinanced that, you may pay five hundred dollars to $600,000 for that house in interest. Those are required monthly interest, principal and interest payments. When I say money in the walls and I speak to my seniors or I teach classes, I'll say your home is your own personal shaped piggy bank. So as Eric said, it's housing wealth is where a lot of the, the majority of seniors wealth is in the housing, in their walls. It's tied up in the walls. And so I say money in the walls. You've been paying in a mortgage or you've paid cash for a home. And now you're at a point in life where you would prefer maybe not to have a required monthly principal and interest payment. And or I have some people that have paid cash and realize they're out of cash. They don't maybe necessarily have as great a financial planner as Eric Blake, or they've maybe outlived their retirement plan, which is often happening nowadays that people are living much longer. They're outliving their retirement plan. And I say, you cannot punch through the drywall and pull out five to $8,000 to pay your property taxes. But if you monetize, if you activate the equity money in the walls, now you have the opportunity to use the money in the walls to help to pay property taxes, pay off credit card debt, pay off that mortgage that has the required principal and interest payment. I have some people that haven't taken a vacation in years. It's just anything and everything you could imagine a senior wants to have a better life and the money's in the walls. So Mary, so how, that, what's the process then? You talk to me first. So it's a conversation and, and exactly that. It's a conversation I tell my prospects and my clients all the time. I'm going to educate you and guide you through the process should you choose to work with me. I am not going to pressure you and drag you through the process. Sometimes when you deal with a, a call center, it's a different environment. You've got to picture, you know, a hundred people in a call center, a thousand people in a call center. And some of those places get 20 to 
40,000 calls a month. When I'm dealing with my clients and their referral clients from people like Eric, realtors, loan officers, et cetera, I'm dealing with a smaller number of people, more personalized service, more handholding. And my husband and business partner, Greg Runnebaum, is my licensed loan assistant. He's also employed by Mutual of Omaha to be my licensed loan assistant. And together we help people get through the process. So the first is the conversation. What's going on in your life? What's happening? What are your the goals that you're trying to accomplish? What do you even know about reverse mortgage? Good, bad, or indifferent. So it's always a conversation with me, not just, you know, what's a credit score? What's your house value? What it's what what's going on in your life? Having the empathy to to visit with them. And then if they decide to move forward, um, then it's a matter of doing an application. But another thing that's different about reverse mortgage than forward or traditional mortgages, they're required to have a counseling conversation with an FHA approved counselor. So reverse mortgage, home equity conversion mortgage is the official name for an FHA reverse mortgage. And they're required to speak to a third party approved by FHA to go over the quote, to go over the numbers, to explain the basics again of a reverse mortgage. So they hear from a, an, another person an objective third party that has nothing to gain, whether they do the reverse mortgage or not, but they understand the product. And also that the, the conversation will come up in some sort of innuendo. Is anybody pressuring you to do this? Whether that's an unethical loan officer, a, a financial planner, not Eric Blake, that might say, ooh, my senior has access to 50 or $100,000. I want to invest that money. Or an adult child or family member or grandchild can oftentimes um, pressure a parent or grandparent to access that money. Because sometimes we're talking about 10, 15, $20,000 after we pay off their mortgage. Sometimes we're talking about a couple hundred thousand dollars. So, so how do, that's a, that was a question I had is how do reverse mortgage lenders determine the loan amount? You know, what, what factors go into that final distribution amount? Great. So again, nuanced words and different vocabulary. We use what's called principal limit. So in our world, and thank God for the quote systems, we plug in the age of the youngest borrower. So to be clear, if I have a 62-year-old uh, wife married to a 72-year-old husband, for example, all of our numbers and our quotes are based off the youngest person. It's based on the actuarial tables of a younger person. So quotes are based on age of the youngest borrower, value of the home, and current interest rates. And when I show a quote, I always show both adjustable and fixed rates. So that's also a similarity, Wendy, to a Traditional versus reverse, adjustable and fixed, a, re a refinance or a purchase. So there's the, we do the same thing with the benefit of no required monthly principal and interest payment. They're still responsible for paying taxes and insurance. But one of the financial strategies and benefits, Eric, that I've shared with you is we have a reverse mortgage and our strategy is we've been paying $1,000 a month on it for nine years. I would have been 80 some years old if I stayed in my 30 year term. We paid it off with a reverse mortgage and we voluntarily make prepayments. So when we voluntarily make a prepayment of $1,000 a month, which is what we had been doing for nine years, we increase our growing line of credit dollar for dollar. And that growing line of credit right now is at seven and 8%. So you can't put $1,000 a month in a checking your savings account and gain and compound at seven and eight percent. So those are some of the financial strategies of it. So that principal limit gets to here's a gross reverse mortgage amount of money. 
minus closing costs that are typically rolled in, not required, but most seniors don't want to come to the table with closing costs, minus if there's a lien to pay off. So everybody's situation is so unique, as unique as their fingerprint. How old is the youngest borrower? What's the value of the home? What are the rates? In all honesty, today's rates at 8% compared to a year and a half ago when I did my mortgage at 3.5%, very, very different amount of money that's available in a reverse mortgage. Well, one of the things you, you know, and again, I have to admit that this is somewhere where my negative uh, thought process comes in with these is you heard these, you hear these horror stories that have happened in the past that somebody got sold. Anytime you get sold anything, it's probably the wrong strategy, right? But you got sold, uh, somebody sold the wrong thing or the, for the wrong reasons. And then I always say that, you know, th there's a lot, there's different products and strategies that fall into this category. So, you know, annuities can be in that category, even life insurance and reverse mortgage. Again, one of those strategies that kind of gets that negative connotation a lot of times based on people that sold it. So if I were to ask you what the potential risk or drawbacks are associated with the reverse mortgage and what can borrowers do to mitigate those risks? I'm going to start on the more the more obvious one, which is the biggest myth in, in terms of the opposite side of we don't own your home. The lender does not own your home. You're on the deed and title. Again, Wendy, just like a traditional mortgage, the borrower's on the deed and title. We have a lien on the property, just the same as a traditional mortgage. So to that is the biggest misconception or that when the lender, when the lender, I mean, the borrower moves into assisted living or dies, we automatically own the home. We don't own the home. The family or the living borrower has an opportunity to sell the home and pay off the loan balance or 95% of the appraised value, the lesser of the two. The, the negativity or the, the risks that are out there is quite honestly, the closing costs can be a little bit on the higher side. Any FHA loan, any FHA government loan comes with an upfront mortgage insurance premium. Um, I don't do forward traditional loans, FHA, but I think there's someplace in the one and a half to 1.35, 1.75% upfront mortgage insurance premium, which goes into the FHA mortgage insurance fund. This is an FHA product. It is uh, the mortgage insurance fund is fed money from these upfront mortgage insurance premiums and yearly premiums. So today's world, it's 2%. So if someone has a $300,000 home, it's 2%. So $6,000 is automatically when the loan is approved, cut to FHA, that check is cut to FHA. That for some people can seem like a lot, but $6,000 to not ever have to make a required principal and interest payment while you live in the home, to know that this is a non-recourse loan, not anything else like that, Wendy, in the traditional world. Non-recourse meaning the loan is against the value of the home and the collateral of the home. The borrower or the borrower's heirs are never responsible for the requirement of paying back a uh, loan. They're encouraged to sell the home and keep the profit just like any other traditional mortgage, but they're, they're not held responsible. And if, if a borrower takes, for example, $100,000 out of their line of credit, and then sells the home three months later or dies three months later and that $100,000 is sitting in their checking account. We don't go back after that money. All we can do is collect or sell the home if the borrower or the heirs don't wanna be involved is to sell the home, pay off a loan balance or pay off or refinance 95% of the appraised value, the lesser of the two. So to that point, 
When people say, I want to leave my children my home, I got news for you. Most children don't want their parents' homes these generations. That's become very rare that you have that situation happen. But I'll tell people, your child still has access to the equity of your home if you should die or move into assisted living. Um, The loan comes due when the last borrower doesn't live there. But if the borrower or the heirs don't want anything to do with selling the home or refinancing it to keep it in the family, you turn the keys in. It's a deed in lieu of foreclosure. Doesn't show up on, the heirs are not responsible for that. So that's a big misconception. So the upfront costs can be um, a deterrent, but they're rolled in. And at the same time, if you have, you know, 10, 12, $14,000 in upfront closing costs, but you've now eliminated and you don't have to make payments of a thousand or $2,000 a month, how quick have you paid for those closing costs? And at 62 years old, when I got my mortgage with the plans to live in this home indefinitely, I can live here indefinitely with a growing line of credit. So it's just the misconception of, of the reverse mortgages that we own the home is the biggest problem that's out there. Because it sounds like the, really the key is sitting down with somebody who is willing to take the time to educate you on the pros and cons, walk you through the specific, make sure they're answering your questions so that you, you, make, you, you can feel like you're making an educated decision. Well, yes. And you'll love the conversation I had yesterday with someone whose home is completely paid for. So she has 100% equity, but she'd like $100,000. She wants to upgrade her home. She wants to do some traveling. And she said, without me having to say it, I would like as, I would like to leave as much money in my retirement accounts as possible. I don't want to access my retirement accounts for that money to upgrade and improve my home and maybe pay off some other debt or do some vacationing and traveling financial planners are starting to become aware that reverse mortgages, home equity, conversion mortgages are a great strategy to keep assets under management with you. Great book out there by Wade Fowle. It's all about retirement strategies and how and when and sequence of returns and all those buffer asset phrases that you financial planners like about how the earlier you get one, the better you are. You are. But again, at the same time, it's never too late to get one. I've got a client that was, I think, 88, 90 when she got her reverse mortgage. It allowed her to age in place longer. She did not want to go to assisted living until she really, really had to. And when she passed away and I walked into the church funeral, the daughter, who's a banker and friend of mine, I've done a lot of bankers' parents that know me, what does that tell you, that she said the best thing we could have ever done for my mom was to get the reverse mortgage with you. It allowed her to stay and age in place longer, maybe have some home health care come in. The daughters aren't paying for her to quickly go to assisted care, which, as you know, is expensive. And when the time came for her to go to assisted care, she had enough money built up in her line of credit that her equity paid for her to be in a higher quality assisted care center than the children being stressed and paying for that. And children nowadays are taking care of their parents more and they're investing less in their own retirement era. I know, Mary, you've said so many great tips and nuggets of information on how we can better be educated about reverse mortgages. How can our audience connect with you or learn more, learn more about you and the services that you offer? Mary Rob, 817-600-1473. I'm at Mutual of Omaha uh, Reverse Mortgage. Many people know, the, recognize the name Mutual of Omaha, been in business 112 years, Forbes 300 companies, very stable and secure. My email M Rob R O B B at mutualmortgage.com. And the other thing we may or may not have time to talk about is people know reverse mortgage refinance. Well, they don't know 
as well as I do, but they know of it. But sadly, a lot of financial planners and realtors, and I'm leaving to teach a class at a real estate office after this podcast, a lot of realtors do not know about reverse for purchase. So reverse mortgage refinance is refinancing the current home you live in. Reverse for purchase is buying the next home you really want to age in place in, not necessarily a two-story that you've lived in for 30 years. Maybe you don't want to use the pool in the backyard anymore. Maybe you're in an expensive school district and the children are gone, but a lot of seniors think they have to stay in the home they're in because they're mortgage-free. They don't have a mortgage or they're almost done paying their mortgage and they don't know that it's easier to qualify for a reverse mortgage than it might've been back in the day when they got a traditional mortgage. So Eric, tell me how people can get in touch with you if they have more questions. Of course. If you'd like to learn about more about us, uh, you can go to the uh, go to our website, blakewealthmanagement.com. There you can learn about our Simply Retirement Roadmap process. Uh, learn more about us, check out our free resources, sign up for our newsletter. Uh, and if you feel like you're ready, if you'd like to learn more about us, click the start here button. Uh, this is how we can help you make an educated and informed decision about where, whether we are the right firm to help you navigate your retirement journey. Thank you, Eric. And thank you, Mary, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And thank you for listening. Please like, follow, and share this podcast with your friends. Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell. That's it for today's episode of the Simply Retirement Podcast. We hope you found our insights and advice helpful in planning for a fulfilling retirement. Don't forget to take action on what you've learned today. Visit our website at blakewealthmanagement.com to learn more about our firm and review our Simply Retirement Roadmap process to get you on the right path to the retirement you deserve. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Thank you for joining us on this journey, and we look forward to helping you achieve your retirement goals. Remember, retirement is not the end of the road. It is the start of a new journey. So embrace it and make the most of it. Until next time, take care. Content here is for illustrative purposes and general information only. It is not legal, tax, or individualized financial advice, nor is it a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold any specific security or engage in any specific trading strategy. Results will vary. Past performance is no indication of future results or success. Market conditions change continuously. This commentary reflects the personal opinions, viewpoints, and analyses of Blake Wealth Management. It does not necessarily represent those of RFG Advisory, private client services, their clients, or their employees. This commentary should not be regarded as a description of advisory services provided by Blake Wealth Management or RFG Advisory or performance returns of any client. The views reflected in the commentary are subject to change at any time without notice. Securities offered by registered representatives of private client services. Member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered by investment advisory representatives of RFG Advisory, a registered investment advisor. Private client services, Blake Wealth Management, and RFG Advisory are unaffiliated entities. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where RFG Advisory and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advisory services may be rendered by RFG Advisory unless a client agreement is in place.